The following podcast contains dramatizations of actual events. Certain situations, dialogue, names, and locations may have been changed. Some scenes are graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. For a few weeks, I've had a lot of terrible pain down here. When patients come to the emergency room, they're usually a little bit more reserved when it uh, concerns topics of a sexual nature, but this couple happened to be very open. We haven't had sex in three weeks. We really were excited to have a night out together because... For the first time in a long time. Why don't you two get a room? So we went ahead and drove to this pasture. Somebody needed to drive by. Oh, we're fine. I, no one ever comes inside Jones Pasture. Whoa! Mm-hmm. Hey, the Camp Sutra! Yeah. I am extremely competitive. I think this is Monkey Crabs, the mango! Yeah! Very competitive. What is that? And I see something glistening in the corner of her cervix, and I was like, what is in there? There were noises going on yeah. outside. Yep. You disgust me! Ah! My name is Amini Don Tucker. I've been practicing emergency medicine for 18 years. Did you fill out the paperwork? Because I feel like they don't even I know what you're I filled out the paperwork. I've been out there 50 times well, already. They think I'm go part back of the out staff. There. Go back out there. Because go back the, Yeah. The emergency room is a high-stress environment. I've been out there well, 25 talk times to the already. This time. They All you do s- is walk around and prance around. Not only because of the types of cases that we see, but because of how the emotions of the patients run. Okay, okay. relax. When we deal with emotions that run frequently very high in the emergency room, it does become a difficult task. What's going on in this room? These lovebirds over here. That's because you're up my Patients complaining of pelvic discomfort, vitals are normal, uh, waiting on blood and urine samples. Well, let me see what's going on in there. Everybody is typically very angry if they have been waiting and they have a serious condition going on. Relax. Hi, folks. Oh! Oh, my God. Dr. Tucker. in the house. Thank you. Honey, is he really here or is this just a dream? We've been waiting for a while. Can you tell? So we are constantly playing the role of therapist at the same time that we're playing the role of a physician. I, I can see you guys are really frustrated, and I really want to apologize, but I'm here now, and I'd like to help you, so if we could get started, um, you could tell me what's going on. Yes, okay, well, for a few weeks, I've had a lot of terrible pain down here. It's just been getting worse, and now there's this strange discharge. Yeah, we uh, raised the force field, if you know what I mean, around it. What? Stop. Patients come to the emergency room, they're usually a little bit more reserved when it uh, concerns topics of a sexual nature, but this couple happened to be very open. We haven't had sex in three weeks. Are you having any other symptoms with that? Any pelvic cramping, mm-hmm. any high fever, nausea, vomiting, anything else I need to be aware of? No. Okay. As the wife is telling me about her symptoms, noticing the husband uh, doesn't appear to be well. He's uh, clearing his throat, he's coughing. Are you okay, sir? You seem to be sick as well. No, nah, it's just a lingering cough from a bug. Right, Otherwise, I'm the picture of perfect health. Uh, okay, doctor, can we work on fixing me? We have to do a pelvic exam so we can take oh. some tests so we can Great. figure out what's going on. When a patient is having pelvic pain, we worry about different types of pelvic infections, whether it be a simple sexually transmitted disease or something more serious. Pelvic exams have a huge role as far as determining how serious that infection, if they have one in the pelvic area, is. Okay, well, do what you gotta do. I just gotta get this fixed. Okay. And yep. sometime today would be great. We'll, we'll get lives. I'll be, I'll be right back. Okay, okay. be right back, please.
Yes, I will. Pelvic exams are never done in the exam room alone. Okay, can you join me for a pelvic exam in room one, please? Yeah, you yeah. mind? Okay, great. As I left the room, she had made a excuse to her husband and came out into the hallway and really was frantic at that point. It was a different person. Doctor, look, the discomfort has become so strong that I have totally lost interest in all my bedroom activities. I mean, it's not like it matters. My husband never wants to have sex with me anyway. If a patient approaches me and they're confiding in me, we don't typically have conversations in the middle of the hallway. Diana, can we please talk about this in your room, not in the middle of the hallway? No, 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 no. I know my husband is cheating on me. I mean, how else would you explain this infection that's going on down here? This woman was a little bit more honest than most, but uh, you know, initially you're always shocked at what people will say to you. Uh, they will come clean because they know that it, their diagnosis may depend on them being honest. Will I even know if I have an STD? STDs are sometimes figured out in the emergency room, not always, but we'll only know once we do the pelvic exam. So can we please take this back into the room? Let's Fine. do the exam, okay? Well, I'll meet you in there. Let's go do that pelvic exam. All right, let's go. All right, ma'am, are you ready to get started? Just want to make sure that, sir, you want to be in here. Uh, sometimes this can be uncomfortable for the spouse uh, as much as it is yeah. for the patient, so. Okay, thanks. Uh, no, I'd like for him to be here. Right. I'm here for my wife. I'll do this as rapidly as possible and as gently as possible, so if you're ready, we'll get started, okay? <clears throat> Just breathe. It's okay, relax. <laughs> breathe. Just breathe, okay? Just breathe. It'll be fine. <laughs> Nurse? You okay, nurse? Nurse Katie suddenly puts her hand over her mouth and runs frantically out of the room. Doctor, what's happening? Now I have no chaperone in the room. And I'm thinking, okay, now what? I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to stop. We need a chaperone in here, are so you, I'm sorry. Are yeah. you serious? Yeah. Are we yeah, chaperone? I'll be right this is a school dance? What, what did you do to me? Even they're walking Wait, out. are you blaming on disgusting. me now? <coughs> Katie, are you okay? I'm so sorry, doctor. It was either get sick in there or get sick out here. Katie ran out of the room uh, because she's uh, four months pregnant and she suddenly became sick. Looks like this uh, pregnancy is really kicking your butt. Do I get somebody else in the room to join me for the pelvic exam, okay? Doctor. Is my wife gonna be okay? Sir, we didn't get far enough in the exam to know if she's uh, doing fine or not, but uh, now that you're out here, I did want to discuss something with you. <clears throat> I was started thinking about the husband with his cough and throat clearing and his limp. I saw you limping in the room, and uh, I see, you know, your throat's bothering you. But what's with other questions? Is it me or her you're seeing? What's going on here? Even though she's the patient right now, I'd like to see if you wouldn't mind checking in yourself. Why? I'm afraid the infection she has may be an infection that you have as well. She gave me something? Once the patient told me that there's a possibility of her husband having cheated on her, then I started thinking of different types of sexually transmitted diseases. It's a pretty serious limp I noticed you had out there. Everything okay with your leg? Yeah, yeah, I heard it playing water polo a few weeks ago. It's no big deal. Well, let's take a look at your throat. Let's do that. Okay, and see if you need to have any cultures done, okay? This gonorrhea can cause a very severe throat infection. If it gets into the bloodstream, can seed into the joint, and they can get an infection in the joint uh, called a septic arthritis. Yeah. Well, you look like, uh, you know, it could be strep or mono, but uh, we just gotta make sure with this culture to make sure that there's nothing more serious going on back there. Well, I became even that much more concerned 
that he may have contracted a sexually transmitted disease and now is passing it off to his wife. I'll be back. I just need to talk to my wife and uh, figure this out. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. We needed to make sure that both patients were treated. Kitty, can you uh, take these to the lab and have them run them for me stat, please? Think somebody's cheating? Well, you know, we're not paid to think about those things, but uh, I think the husband is. I've had one girlfriend, I married her, and that's the end of the story. And so, um, you know, these type of situations that arise in the ER, I really don't understand it. Uh, it's out of my league. Anyway, the minute those are back, uh, please get them to me as soon as uh, possible. If it is what I think it is, things are about to get real nasty. So I finally got to perform the long-awaited pelvic exam. Is there a chair? You may want to sit down. We lost the last one. I know you guys are really upset. I'm sorry about the hiccup, but this time we'll definitely get through, okay? And we'll figure out what's going on. Okay. Well, you're going to feel some pressure. Uh, depending on how bad your infection is, you may feel a little pain as well. You again? What now? Here's the uh, test results you ordered. All right, well, great news, sir. You were right. You do just have a common cold. Ah, genius, oh, Dr. do? Hey. I was surprised because his rapid gonorrhea test came back negative. So although it seemed like all our uh, ducks were lined up in a row for this man to have a nice, neat, and tidy diagnosis of gonorrhea in his throat, sometimes we start overthinking things when we see certain patterns in an emergency room. That's good news for once. We're here for me. Go on. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you have a pretty significant infection going on here for sure. Mm -hmm. What is that? I'm in the middle of this pelvic exam and I see something glistening in the corner of her cervix and I was like, what is in there? There's definitely something there. What? You know, we all would like to think that the vagina is filled with uh, nerve fibers that let uh, the woman feel uh, everything that they can feel, but the probability of a woman noticing that there's something left up there is actually very low. I'll need some more light. What is that? What is what? And it was an old condom. You don't remember forgetting this inside your wife a few weeks ago? During the pelvic exam, this man was a typical supportive husband. As I pulled this condom out, his eyeballs came bulging out of his head. Doctor, I haven't used a condom in five years since my vasectomy. What the hell is going on here? Okay, okay, just because he found a condom doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything? What, so it just curled up there by itself? When I pulled out the condom, in a way it was a sense of relief because of the answer, and it was less serious than I expected, of like toxic shock syndrome uh, from a foreign body being in the vagina for too long. So technically, this is good news. Why am I getting the blame? He just found a condom, but it's not mine. You're blaming me? So she was quickly treated with antibiotics. Okay, you know what? That's it. What, are you going to fight me now? Yes, I am. Oh, Maybe I just want to get rid of you. The fact that this woman was brazen enough to accuse her husband of cheating when she fully well knows that she has been cheating was the real surprise in all of this. Am I supposed to be like, ah, Unfortunately, we have to intervene before someone gets hurt. Uh, hopefully that person's not me. Good, get out of here. Yeah, I'll handle it myself like I do everything. Please, just go. You're ridiculous. One thing I've definitely learned in the emergency room over the years is what not to do in my marriage. My wife and I, we're gonna be married 20 years this year and it's for following things that I see in the emergency room and doing the exact opposite. 
Yeah, yeah really, it was yeah. planned, so you can just shut it. What? <sighs> Finally, a night on the town with the man I love. I'm Brian. And I'm Hannah. And we've been together nine years. So we really were excited to have a night out together because... For the first time in a long time. It's been a long time. Do you realize it's been two years since we've been out on a date? Mm, two and a half years, but who's counting? After having yes. a baby and buying a business, we kind of had to slow down a little bit. But, uh, who's counting? I say we start making up for lost time. Absolutely. We knew what was going to happen and how the night was going to end, and so everything leading up to that was just fun and kind of building on that moment. You are as beautiful today as the day I met you. Not so bad yourself. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. You want to dance? I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> we had been married for a couple of years now, and we didn't have a baby to hold. It's kind of like, what do we do with our hands? So yeah. we put our hands to use in other ways. And there was just a lot of PDA and... Why don't you two get a room? It's like we were dating again. Yeah. He's got a point. Yeah. <laughs> you want to recapture the magic? I was definitely a man on the mission, but she was too. She, she wanted to make something happen too. She didn't want to wait. Lead the way, Houdini. <laughs> So we went to the truck yeah. and Brian wanted to stay in the parking lot, but we went ahead and drove to this pasture. She was nervous, but the option was driving 45 minutes home. Somebody needed to drive by. No, we're fine. I, no one ever comes inside the Jones pasture. And it freaked me out because I was terrified that somebody was going to come out there and be like, what are y'all doing? What was that? Nothing, nothing. We're fine. We're fine. Don't worry about it. There were noises going on yeah. outside, yep. and it freaked me out. So you had to keep reassuring me that, no, there's nothing out here. We are out in the middle of a pasture. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 we're fine. Don't worry about it. I was focused on something else. I kept reassuring her so, so that we didn't have to stop and drive to the house. So. Yeah. Please, please. And then we had had enough foreplay. <laughs> we were ready to go. <laughs> You're in the cab of a truck, and there's steering wheels and belt buckles and consoles. Nice. Oh, but it's but, like, hold on, let yeah, me move the steering wheel. Yeah, but trying to just move the steering wheel without stopping, making out. I'm so strong. I'm so strong. It wasn't that weird, but it wasn't as comfortable as being in my own bedroom. No, my foot, my foot's caught though. Okay. It was definitely awkward in the truck. Right, I can't because the seatbelt's right, sticking in my butt. Okay, I can't. I can't. Uh, you know, at, at times you had to just stop and laugh about it. And, there we go. There we go. Giggle because you're trying to be suave and and cool about it. We got it. We got it. There we go. What was that? Oh my God. I peeked out of the window and there was like a nose right there and there was a cow right up against the window and it scared me. Get out of here! Scram and bother someone else! We didn't need an audience at that time. <laughs> Get out of here! When I got too scared, it was like a certain jerk turn moment that it, I guess the angle just ended up being wrong, and so 
it just hurt. Oh, are you okay? Oh, Can I, I hear you? I, I think I might have pulled a muscle or something. But I got this pain in my lower abdomen, and it was immediate, but it wasn't as bad as it got. Ah! I just want to go home. I remember her clenching her jaw and her eyes kind of squinting, and it just looked like she was in pain. I think it's a muscle or gas. It just hurt. It just felt like, I don't know, if you popped a water balloon and it just exploded. It was kind of like that, but with pain. I'm sure it'll go away. Please, I'll let you know if it gets worse. I kept asking her if she's all right, and she kept saying, yeah, well, it's nothing, it's nothing, but she never acted like that before. I'm sure it's gonna, it's gonna go away. It'll get better. So I wanted to go to the emergency, the emergency room right then. Okay, let's get you to the hospital. Then. No, 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 it's Hold nothing. On. It's nothing. And so she was kind of putting her foot down that, no, it's fine, and if it gets worse, I'll tell you, I promise. Oh, I just want to go home. I just kind of curled up in the front yeah. seat, just kind of curled up in a ball, like, nope, I'm so ready, we, let's we, go. That next day, I was up early, so I went over to my dad's house, mm -hmm. and, and my dad knew that something was the matter. I didn't tell him, oh, dad, my stomach hurts so bad. But he's like, why aren't you at the hospital? Why didn't Brian take you to the hospital? I'm like, yeah, well, so he was trying. <laughs> and so I said, I think I pulled a muscle. It's really not a big deal. I just hurt. And he's like, at least let me take you to the emergency room. They were taking my vitals, and they asked me when the pain had started. And I said, well, like, Dad, can you go, like, in the other room? Because I don't want to sit there and say, well, it was when I was having sex right in front of my dad. He's like, no, I need to be here. So I told him, it's like, well, it was during intercourse is when the pain first started. And then he kind of got, like, a little flushed, like, flustered. And, oh, okay. Well, when she called and told me she was going to the ERs, it definitely caught me off guard and really scared me, not knowing anything until I got there. Hey. Dad, uh, how's she doing? Well, I'm giving her some tests now. I bet you're proud. Excuse me? I said I bet you're proud. Sir, I assure you, it was an accident. I, I... You know, if it's a buddy, then it's like, you know, you can joke, you know, you're having such wild sex that you sent her to the hospital. But it was her dad, so I mean, how do you react to that? Come on, let's see how she's doing. But it was the most awkward, embarrassing situation I had ever been in. I didn't know what was going on, but I think at that point, whenever he let me know that something serious was going on, I kind of let myself realize. So I'm not just wimping out that there is something actually wrong with me. Honey, I should have listened to you and gotten here sooner. Why, baby? What's up? Uh, we gave your wife a CAT scan. She has a large mass in her abdomen that's bleeding severely. She may need surgery. Surgery? Yes. You can clearly see internal hemorrhaging here. It may be the result of an ectopic pregnancy. A what? An ectopic pregnancy, which could be one that is outside of her uterus, potentially in her fallopian tubes, just considered a surgical emergency, and that patient would need to go to the operating room immediately. We had been trying to have a baby, and so I said, you know, there's a possibility. Okay, this is gonna be a little cold. Whoa! Oh, okay, hey, took it from the freezer, huh? <laughs> no, that's the way it comes. They were trying to figure out what was going on. Almost done. They did another pregnancy test because they weren't sure that it wasn't an atopic pregnancy. Your test results are back, and it's great news. Uh, the bleeding has almost completely stopped, and uh, I expect you to make a full recovery. Thank you, doctor. Oh, and it turns out you're not pregnant at all. The hemorrhaging was caused by a ruptured ovarian cyst. 
I had never had any sort of cyst, so it was just out of the blue, and it was kind of freaky. You have no history of cysts. No, right? this is the first. Most women form cysts every month just based on your hormonal cycles. So usually we all have cysts, or a lot of us have cysts, and we never even know it. The problem comes when that cyst continues to grow and grow and grow to the point where, one, you start to feel discomfort just from the sheer size of that cyst, or two, the cyst ruptures. Hmm. You know, your cyst was massive. Uh, evidently, it ruptured during the act of sexual intercourse. You know, maybe you got into a, an awkward position. It could have simply been just too much pressure. To say that in front of my dad was just really awkward because it was too real. I don't want to have this conversation with my dad. I don't want him to know what happens in my marriage. I was going to say inside the bedroom, but it wasn't really inside the bedroom. <sighs> I never thought that having sex would send me to the ER. You should consult with an OBGYN about getting birth control, because this will help prevent the cyst from coming back. There's nothing that a woman can particularly do to avoid this, um, but if you find that you're having these cysts frequently, one way that your physician can help you avoiding having further cysts in the future is to put you on oral contraceptives, meaning birth control pills. Because birth control pills regulate your hormonal levels, and when that happens, you are less likely to form cysts. Hey, hey, doc, hey, uh, one last question. Yeah. Uh, how is this gonna affect our sex life in the future? Or the fact that they were having sex in a less than comfortable environment. You start to think about some pretty bad things that could be happening. Uh, it shouldn't have any effect at all. Although you might want to take things easy for a while. Right. I don't know how much more of the sex talk I can take, y'all. Uh, my relationship with my father-in-law, we're definitely a lot closer because of this incident. There's not a lot of things that are out of bounds anymore. You know, after those kind of discussions, there's not really anything that you can't really bring up. And next time, get a wound, cheapskate. Hi, I'm John. This is uh, Sean Catherine. We've been together for 18 wonderful years. True. And looking forward to the next 18. I am extremely competitive. Very competitive. He gets a little yeah. competitive with me, too. So. Handball means a lot to me. I've won four world titles two singles and two doubles. I've achieved uh, professional status as number three in the world, as well as uh, winning 10 U.S. Master National titles. Athletics has always been important to me as a, an expression of self. I took um, gymnastics and ballet at a very early age and uh, progressed from there into yoga. And then cobra. Big breath. We were having a wonderful romantic night at home. It started with a nice dinner and music and eventually ended up in uh, our bedroom. I wanted to continue the mood, so we lit candles and had some soft music and burned a little incense. He makes you feel like you're the only woman in the universe when he's with you. And that includes picking out the music. Now, after all these years, I wish he'd, like, roll back a little on the music because he goes in there and he's got to find the right channel. It could be 15 minutes. I'm like... Whoa. Mm -hmm. Hey. The Kama Sutra. Yeah, it's like the Bible of sexual positions. The Kama Sutra is an ancient Indian guidebook to relationships. It has a lot of sex and sexual positions in it. Ooh. Yeah. 
when I pulled out the Kama Sutra, it was kind of a little bit of a joke to start with because I know he's not as flexible as I am. And I'm just trying to get his well, attention. Look. See, I could touch my toes on There you go. Oh, my. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Is that an arm? No, hold on. It's, you got it wrong. It's oh. actually like that. So we, we made this game up where uh, I get to pick three. This is not a good idea. <laughs> and she got to pick three. And we we're going to do it the whole night. Ooh, do you think you could do that? We're a little competitive athletically. And it kind of goes into every different aspect of our life, you know. We'll, we'll compete in the kitchen, we'll compete in the bedroom, we'll compete in a lot of places. You think you can handle that? Hey! <laughs> Easy. I'm a professional athlete. I could do it all night. Mm-hmm. How about that, then? It's this Vindashanka? And he can't pronounce half the words in there anyway, so, you know, they're like this long, and there's What's lots that? of, yeah, so he yeah. didn't know what he was picking some of the time. Well, if you think you can handle it, then uh, give it a try. Baby, I would bend over backwards for you. Oh, in that case, let's try that one. <laughs> I think I'm gonna need a rope and pulley. This is why I practice yoga, my dear. I kind of thought he'd give up and we'd just have a lot of fun, but he didn't give up. He did not give up. I'm a trooper. I think this is monkey crabs, the mango. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I feel the mango actually. Ah, yeah. Okay. This is snakes in a basket. Yep. They call this, I, is it the angry turtle? Yes. This is the angry turtle. It's the angry turtle. <laughs> You're supposed to feel the red, your red heart chakra. I never had my feet in that position before. <laughs> I never thought they would make it back there. Yeah, anyway, that was my foot. Was I thought it was mine. Move your right. Ah, no, that's my face. Everything was great. We were having such an awesome time, and things were going well. We're flipping pages, trying different things, laughing. Wait, I'm slipping. I am slipping. Grab my foot. Okay. And then, you know, things just went really wrong. Pull with your arm and push with your feet. I'm pushing it a little. Like a spider web. Ah. He just shrieks. I he, like, dismounted. Yelps. Yeah, the Olympics would have given me a 10 because I flipped on my back and fell out of the bed. Ow! And immediately there's pain, almost to the point where someone's like stabbing you with a knife. I was just very confused. And I, uh... Tell them about the spider. Oh, God. I hate even thinking about that thing. Did you see a spider? We had had an incident just a week before where we found a camel spider in our bed. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. Oh, my God, spider! It's like some twisted person decided to mix a tarantula with a scorpion. scorpion. Spider, spider, spider. <laughs> Honey, I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him. on you? I was confused, and all I could think was, there might be a spider in bed. <laughs> I'm moaning, I'm groaning, I'm screaming. And I thought maybe you thought I was having a good time, <laughs> but you actually thought it was the spider. Now I grab up the book and I'm looking for it and. I can't even defend myself. I was in excruciating pain. What the hell are you doing? You gotta help me. I'm looking for my wife to help me up. Ow! I mean, it was a mess. Absolute mess. No, there is no spider. I do feel a little bit of guilt about it. That wasn't that helpful. Oh, when I landed on my left heel, it sounded like wood splitting. It sounded like a big pop. I'm moaning, I'm groaning, I'm screaming. I knew there was something seriously wrong with my my ankle. Oh my god. Ow! Oh my god, what happened? Ow! It's like it's broken. 
His ankle, it looked kind of like jelly, like the way his foot was hanging off of it. There's nothing should ever hang off of your body like that, ever. <laughs> it's just, yeah, shouldn't be like that. I'm thinking, oh crap, this is not, I mean a broken ankle. There goes my uh, handball career. Hey, what are you doing? I'm calling 911, you need to go to the emergency room. No, no, wait, 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 stop. What do you mean stop? Stop. It looks like it's broken. Look. We've got to get you emergency care. Will you look around for a minute? To call I mean, 911, how, they're gonna come into the bedroom, they're gonna come in that? somewhere, they're gonna see the commissary. We're gonna have to clean up. Look, I am not explaining to some paramedic what happened, okay? Uh, how'd you do this, sir? Well, uh, hmm, no comment. We have to come up with a good story. Well, I think it starts with getting Ow. some pants on you. And no, you are not driving to the ER. After 18 years, you, you, you learn where you can be the macho man and where you, you can let the wife take care of you. All right, all right, honey, we're gonna get you. He's like 100 pounds more than me. I cannot get him up off the ground. I had to put all the weight on the right. Yeah. And just use the bed, and she helped me, and I got up, and as soon as I put pressure on the other leg, I fell over. That was when I knew this was not going to end well at all. Look, I am not explaining to some paramedic what happened, okay? Really, the reason we didn't call 911 obviously is because I'm competitive. I can get over this. This is no big deal. All right, there we go. Eventually, well, I sort of, <clears throat> what do you say, acquiesce? He acquiesced. Acquiesced yes. to her. All right. But that's yeah, what you get was... when you have a younger wife, too. He... <laughs> Thank you, sweetheart. On the way to the hospital, I just told her, listen, uh, we can't tell him what happened. This is way too embarrassing. I'm an athlete. This doesn't happen, especially in the bedroom. Ah! Hi. I'm Dr. Ives. Understand uh, you've got an ankle problem. Yeah. Oh boy, that looks painful. How did how'd you do this? I'm a professional athlete, and it's I play handball, uh, and I was out. I'm not. I don't know. We get a lot of sports injuries in yeah. here. That looks pretty painful. Yeah. Many patients who present to the emergency department don't tell you the whole truth, don't give you the whole story for any number of reasons. Depending on the reason for them not wanting to come clean, you can be frustrated, but you understand to some degree. Okay, I'm gonna need you to roll over onto your stomach. Okay. And let your feet hang off the end of the bed, okay? Easy, Ow. easy. The bed, Ow. here we go. Almost there. Okay. Ow. This is called the Thompson test. It's very simple. There's a test called the Thompson test where you will have the patient lay on their stomach with their feet dangling off the end of the bed and you'll gently, because this always hurts them, squeeze their calf. I'm gonna squeeze your calf. And a normal ankle would flex. Okay, yours isn't flexing at all. That means you've injured your Achilles tendon and that requires a lot of force. Move back over, back over. All right, here easy, we go. Easy. Ow. In the case of a ruptured or torn Achilles tendon, almost everybody often describe it as either being shot in the back of the leg or someone taking a baseball bat to their back of their leg. Now, what were you doing when this happened? Yeah, like a handball. Because I was an athlete, he bought the story. Yeah. In the moment, all you see is that ball. I don't think he bought anything. Well, you have to be an investigator sometimes because sometimes the facts just don't add up. Yeah, well, however and whenever it happened, it's a good thing you didn't wait any longer to come in. This is a very serious injury and you're gonna need to have surgery right away. I was like, I can't believe this is happening. 
Surgery? This isn't a sprain or even a broken ankle. The tests show that you've completely ruptured your Achilles tendon. It looks like your handball playing days are over for a while. It's not the weakest tendon. However, rupturing that tendon or cutting that tendon will render a person unable to walk. So in, in essence, it's, it's one of the most important tendons. Will I ever play handball again? After surgery and a cast and some physical therapy, there's always a chance. The patient has to be in an immobilizing cast for several weeks so that the tendon is given a chance to heal. Tendons do not heal very quickly. You've got to understand, doctor, handball is John's main passion. It's, it's like his whole life. Three hours earlier, I'm in bed having an awesome time, learning new things, and next thing I know, I'm in a hospital bed getting ready to have surgery. I'll be able to play again, right, Doc? It was pretty serious. It was upsetting. We'll see. I knew that this was going to profoundly affect him, and I also knew that if he couldn't get back to that level, he was going to be very unhappy, and I wasn't sure how that was going to work out for him. It set me back about a year and a year and a half. I lost physically one inch in, in muscle on the calf that I was injured on. But through rehab and diligence and getting back to uh, knowing what it takes to, to be a champion, I came back better than ever after the surgery. No lasting effects for uh, athletic endeavors. Uh, it's healed up nicely. Uh, the doc did a great job. There's a set of 10 nationals or masters yeah, that he had to I won a few more national tournaments really after that. And the next time you have an Achilles rupture because you still have one leg, it will happen on a handball court. I hope so. <laughs> it's not happening in the bedroom. Yeah, not with the Kama Sutra again, no. He had it down. He's, the group that he trains with knows he didn't do it in training, so he said he did it at the tournament the weekend before our incident. Yeah. And all the people outside of the training group think he did it in training. And nobody's comparing notes because men don't talk to each other. Hey. Instead of taking 15 minutes to try to find a radio station, it takes me an hour now. I'm in the shower, hot steam, <laughs> stretching. I'm ready when you are, big boy. Okay. We're a little more cautious about a few things. Being creative is something that you want to work your way up to. <laughs> Not tonight. And you definitely want to stretch. He really, really learned that he needs to be in better shape to do certain things. And there are a few places that maybe you shouldn't compete with me. That's all.